Whoa. <laughs> what was that? Come on. Ready? <laughs> there we go. Folks, welcome back, Tub Club. I just want to say before we start, Larry, um, I don't want to say this is the best year I've ever had because I'm a fucking genius, but I'm off to a pretty fucking hot start. It's only week four. How, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm, I'm coming along, Yep. Um, but if I had to quote something that you said, I think it takes about three or four weeks until Vegas figures it out. So I think you're getting a little ahead, get a little ahead of yourself already. Yeah, no, the lines are definitely a lot closer, but that didn't stop my card. I have 11 picks for today. Larry, you have 10, I think. Yep. 10. And I'm getting back into the totals game, which is a sticky place, but, uh, Scary all right without further ado apologize for the delay last week larry had to travel so i guess we couldn't do the podcast but no i was taking care of some personal things so appreciate your guys' patience let's go to the show all right so last week uh, i went uh nine and two eight and two uh, my lock one, uh, Larry, you did have a winning week. I don't have your exact record. I can tell you right now. One, two, three, four. You went four and two. So a winning week. Unfortunately, the lock didn't win, but you did have a money line dog. Uh, I had a money line dog, both winners. Let's you go. Had, you, had uh, two money, you had two money line dogs. Two money line dogs. I also played it. I didn't give this out to listeners because it was just a lean. I had Clemson plus six and a half. I had UCF plus USF plus 23 against BYU. Oh, you had NC State. What's that? You had oh. NC State, not Clemson. I didn't, I didn't say Clemson. I had USF plus 23 and I had Syracuse. Did I say NC State? No, you said Clemson. Oh, no. I had Syracuse on Thursday or Friday night plus six and a half, and they were a straight-up winner. But I didn't get those out, so I'm not counting them. Just going to show how good I'm feeling the board right now. Larry, I know you're feeling the board. Obviously, a winning week. I had a winning week. Let's talk about it real quick. So um, I'm going to run through mine first, Well, then we'll hop through yours. You know, a couple of them we overlapped on. First off, Arkansas money line. Never a doubt. Texas A&M, backup quarterback. Even with K.J. Jefferson out for, like, halfway through the third and almost to the end of the fourth, Arkansas showed that they are a really, really great team. Um, they're kind of my Cinderella, along with one of your picks, which we'll get to. We'll, we'll talk to this together. Wake Forest money line. We both had it. How how how'd you feel about the game? Uh, Wake Forest is just dogs. Uh, they're actually pretty good. Um but yeah, the, I mean the Demon Deacons are pretty good. I'm, they may make some noise in the ACC. Uh, Clemson's dead. Rest in peace, Clemson. Um, we were. At, I was on a bachelor party. We were watching that game. We felt so bad for the field goal kicker for NC State, but no, but Clemson didn't do anything with it. The kid just kept missing field goals until they got an overtime, and NC State still. Ended up winning. Um, Being we all are from South Carolina, we all were rooting against Clemson. uh, Just because we want Coastal Carolina to be the best team in South Carolina, which Coastal Carolina is the best team in South Carolina. 
South Carolina demographics for me, like, you know, we used to work with a company down there in South Carolina. I used to hear go Cox thought that was the weirdest thing. Is it, what's the balance like there? Uh, so it's, there's, there's two teams historically. There's the university of South Carolina Gamecocks. Yep. And the Clemson university tigers. Yep. Uh, the University of South Carolina, the Gamecocks used to run the show in the state of South Carolina. Uh, Steve Spurrier with his visor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. They're actually like the last team that beat uh, Alabama was a Steve Spurrier South Carolina team. Okay. Um, they they beat them in the uh, SEC uh, East, yeah, SEC championship. Yeah. Um, but Coastal has just made a historical rise in the last probably three years, starting last year. And the University of South Carolina has gone completely to like a bottom feeder. Um, with that being said, Clemson has also been on an unreal rise from yeah. uh, Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence. Um, they've just been a top dog every year. Um, but for this, this is the first year that, Coastal Carolina is by far the best team in the state. Which is um, crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to say that because it's a non-power five team. And it's it's a team that was we were at Coastal was FCS uh five <laughs> years ago. Um they're playing in the big they're playing in the big south. Uh they're playing uh like Charleston Southern, they're playing small teams. Um nobody even gave them any attention. Right. Uh, so it, it's crazy that they're they're still undefeated. They're the only undefeated team left in the state of South Carolina, and they're by far the best team in the state of South Carolina. Uh, Clemson barely beat Georgia Tech two weeks ago, which was kind of embarrassing, which almost you could have seen this NC State win coming, um, but they're bad. <laughs> can, you, they're can, you finally, can you finally call DJ Ugalele fat Dante Culpepper? Are you ready to I say won't, I won't call him that, but – um yeah they're bad so their play calling their play calling is terrible they don't yeah. run the ball they don't establish to run they don't even try to run the ball um but i mean yeah i mean they they just they're not good this year what's their weird is that oh go ahead sorry their season's over i wouldn't go as far as over they're still the favorite on like fan duel and whatnot as the favorite which is wild to me to win the acc but if you look at, if we go back to the ACC, Wake Forest right now is a plus 5,000, plus 5,000 to win the ACC, which to me is crazy. Um, a couple other big ones I saw in there today, my buddy Hojizi, he actually took today Syracuse plus 100,000. You can't skip that value. That's crazy. Shout out Hojizi. Um, but anyways, yeah, Wake Forest, great win. Uh, yeah. Moving down, actually, Syracuse, I did have them on my card. I didn't even realize it. Plus six and a half, straight up winner. Uh, Minnesota minus 31. I need to take a minute to talk about this. I had two losses on my card this entire week. Minnesota minus 31 against Bowling Green, which next to UConn and Vanderbilt might be the worst team in football, in Division One football. And they lost straight up at home. Wild. Um, P.J. Fleck, row the boat. I, I don't know how you come back from this. It's almost a disgrace to the Big Ten, you know, that I hate seeing this type of stuff. Like, 
we're getting trashed by these type of teams. And I root for the Big Ten when when it's not against us or if it's against non-conference. So that was disappointing. My other loss was North Carolina. Straight up loser and 13 and a half point favorites. I don't know where this stuff is coming from. Again, just two losses, both favorites and both straight up losers. So I apologize if you took them on the money line. Uh, Yeah, Uh, rounding out my card though, I had uh, San Diego State minus 23 and a half. Nice winner. They actually started slow, kicked it in gear in the second half. Maryland minus 14 and a half. We're going to talk about them here in a short bit because a little nervous. Um, Baylor plus seven. Iowa State, man. I, I, I don't know. I watched that entire game. That, that's just tough, man. Tough to see. And then lastly, a game that you tailgated at, one of my favorite teams this year, Arizona State minus 14, really wrapped it up to end the night. Jaden Daniels is a monster. He's a monster. I love him. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, what is it? Sun Devils? I don't even know. What, what do they call it? Like Devil Horned Up or what? Yeah, it's like hook them. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Because it's the fork or fork them. Fork them, fork them. All right, all right. So there. Uh, but no, so at a, oh, so at a bachelor party, we went to the game. There was eight of us. We went to the game. We all jumped on the over, and we all took ASU minus 14 and a half, and it all covered. So uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> Buffalo's – Colorado's bad at football, though. Like, watching them play was like, ugh. You know what you got to think if you're Colorado is that two weeks ago you lost to Minnesota 31 or 30 to nothing. That same team that you got shut out by just got beat by Bowling Green. But anyways, the reason why I took that game is because if you look to the past week where Arizona State lost, BYU might have the easiest schedule in Division I football. However, their quarterback is a playmaker. He's not good, but he knows how to make plays. He's like Tebow. Tebow – I never thought was that good, even when watching him at Florida. But he knew how to make plays and knew how to involve the team around him. But when Arizona State played them, they had, I think, two or three fumbles, a pick or two. Uh, they turned it over in the red zone. It was just – it was a recipe for disaster. So I knew that, you know, that's not really who they are and felt confident in them. Um, let's move over to your picks, though, there. Uh, Locke, Michigan State, tough game. Um just a, yeah, I'll let you talk to it, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm on a fade Nebraska train, and they, uh, Oklahoma, I mean, Oklahoma barely beat them, and they were 22-point favorites two weeks ago. Yep. I should have learned something from that. I mean, Michigan State still won 23-20, to 20, so, I mean, it was it was minus five. Um, it wasn't a bad pick. I mean, it lost by what, one, two points? Yeah, two points. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I, I just got to pick a better lock. I mean, there were better games out there that I could have locked in. Um, I mean, I felt great about Notre Dame plus six and a half. Uh, Wisconsin's bad. The The funny thing about that game is, is neutral site, Soldier Field. Um, it was 10-10 heading in the fourth quarter. Wisconsin's fans do their whole jump around thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get smoked. Pick six. <laughs> Pick six, pick six. I put I put a little money on the money line for Notre Dame too. So yeah. I mean I'm feeling good. Um, but yeah, no, it was 10-10 heading to the fourth quarter, and I think it was like 41 to like 22 or something, oh or 41 
20, yeah, I think 41-22. But yeah, uh, Wisconsin's bad. I'm going to start fading them every week. <laughs> um, I've seen that their quarterback just throws interceptions. Right. A ton of, um, the only thing is Notre Dame's offense wasn't very good either. Like, they lost Jack Cohen, which uh, we'll, we'll preview that game this week. Um, but he would get sacked every play. Notre Dame just made a couple more plays than Wisconsin, and then Notre Dame's defense showed up at in the fourth quarter. Um, but it was just funny. Like, Soldier Field is just full of Wisconsin fans jumping around, and it's 10, fourth quarter, and then it's like, boom, see you later. And thoughts and prayers to those people that had the under, like you said, going into the fourth quarter, looked easy money. I think it ended, closed at like 54 and a half, ends up going over because of all the pick sixes and the garbage time touchdown. So thoughts and prayers to them. On another note, if I can clip this in, if I can, I'm trying to get better folks, but regarding your fade Nebraska, Scott Frost, here's the clip. Uh Everything we know how to do to keep them from doing it, they got to stay calm and do their job and not jump offside. Probably cost us points in the first half. Um, we got to punt the ball. We have guys at the university specifically for the reason to punt it, and, and we have a couple 10-yard punts that almost cost us, and right when we need it the most, we kick it to the wrong side of the field, and uh, some of the coverage guys didn't see it, and it cost us game. Um, I'm tired of it. A lot of the guys that are, we have a ton of guys that battled their butt off out there today. Uh, I told them I don't want anybody hanging their head. We got a really good football team, but this team has to change the record. I can't go out there and stay set for them. I, I can keep trying to fix it. Um, these guys got to do it, and we got a good enough football team to do that. Uh, but they got to get sick of this stuff. I'm sick of it. They're sick of it. Uh, we got to be able to count on guys when we need them to do their job. Uh, at the end of the game press conference says, hey, you know what? I can't go out there and play for them. I can't go out there and play for them. That's on them. That's on them. You can't punt the ball, you know, seven yards or get deflected. And, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that. I can't go out there for them. Puts the blame on his players. I've never seen anything like it after a loss. Like, just the most unprofessional human being I've ever seen in my entire life. Nebraska fans should be ashamed, little brother. You should be ashamed. And that's all I have to say about Nebraska. Uh, you also, though, there had Arkansas. Um, yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle a little money on, on that. Sprinkle a little on that money line, too. Uh, it was feeling real good. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever like a dog, take the points, but also sprinkle a little on the money line. I like that. Uh, just a pro move. Like do like a 90-10 split, 90 on the spread, and put a little 10% on the money line. Uh, if you really like a team, um, but yeah, I mean, I had, I had them like plus six and I mean, that was easy. Um, what was my other loss? Uh, Mississippi state plus two and a half. I, I watched that game too, but I'll let you chat about it. No, I mean, we have to talk about the play. Wait. The play. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Speak. I mean, I just don't, I don't understand how the ref doesn't call that dead. I mean, I don't even. <laughs> I was going over, like, I don't think you really need to possess it. There's so many times when a long snapper just goes down and touches the ball on the ground and they blow the whistle. Like, he doesn't have to pick it up or do anything. Um, I just, unreal play. I can't believe they let that go in Kentucky, ran it all the way back after 
Two Mississippi State players have already touched the ball. The guy legit got on a knee and put his hand on the ball. It was very, very quick. In real time, it's very, very quick. But it seemed like enough. It seemed like plenty enough to call that a dead ball. Like, it was obvious to what they were doing. That completely changed the game. Um, but unreal to see that. Like, I just – you would never see that in the NFL. In college, it's, it's just any given Sunday you'll see something crazy like that. Uh, shout out NFL. Great week of last second field goal, 66 yarder. But hey, we talk college football here. Your last game, Larry, was UCLA minus four and a half. Great pick. Um, the Big guy week, was- week. Oh, yeah. Oh, Big yeah. week. That's the late night game. Everyone will be tuned into that. But ASU at basically UCLA, that's probably decides the Pac 12 South. That decides the Pac 12. Ah, no, Oregon's the best team. Mm-hmm. Oregon is by far the best team in the Pac-12. <laughs> that you decides the Pac-12 sell. <laughs> I just decided that, that the week that the uh, college football playoff committee comes out with their rankings, you're going to get a tub club ranking from Law and Bubs. We're going to give you the top 10 each and every week as soon as – this just came off the top of my head. Uh, as soon as they release the rankings, which I believe – if it's not next week, it's the following week. So, wow. Just let's go. I am pumped. I am ready. Um, we'll post, we're going to have to post ours before they do just to prove that we're better than them. Oh, absolutely. Actually, you know what? You want to start with a quick top five? Just off the top of your head. You know, this is, folks, there is no research behind this. We are just talking. Uh, just off the top of your head. Give me your top five. Alabama. Okay. Georgia. Okay. Um, Oregon, Iowa. That's four. I need one more. Ohio State. Okay. I'm going to go Georgia, Alabama, Iowa, Wake Forest, and then... I want to throw in number five. I got to think. Give me just two seconds. Run through the conferences. Nobody in the Big 12. Nobody in the outside of Wake Forest and the ACC. Arkansas. Arkansas. Five. Arkansas, five. There you go. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Penn State. I mean, they're also sitting right on the outside there. We know Penn State's garbage. I, honest to God, think they are the most overrated team in college football. Larry, who'd they beat? They beat a ranked Wisconsin week oh. one, who we now know is terrible. Yeah. Uh, who else did they beat? I, I mean, I don't have their schedule up in front of me. Ball, Ball State. Yeah, Ball State. And Auburn. Auburn. I mean, I'm actually looking at, I'm A team at that them. just almost lost to Georgia State this last week. I'm actually looking at them right now. They only beat Villanova 38-17. to 17. Villanova. <laughs> Think about this. Do you want, do you see why I'm saying like they're the most overrated team in football? The fact people are rating them high against an Auburn team that almost lost to George state, Wisconsin. We know who they are now. Uh, Ball state Villanova. Give me a fucking break. And they barely beat Auburn in a whiteout game, a game. They're supposed to dominate a game. They're supposed to take care of business. I mean, they got, they got a gauntlet coming up. Let's hear it. I, I don't have the schedule up. So I'm they're home versus Indiana this week, and I think Indiana's better than they're picking it up. Yeah, they're picking it up. Then they go they go to Iowa. Mm. 
quick one moment. The Tub Club special announcement. Boots on the ground, Iowa City, Penn State, Iowa. We'll be there. We'll be there for the game. I know we filmed last time. I'll be honest. It was more of just a test run to see if folks would actually engage and interact. They are. They're all about Tub Club. We will be there. If you're in Iowa City, if you're hearing this, make sure to show up. I'm actually going to come with a special promotion, which we'll announce next week. That being said, sorry. Uh, so they go to Iowa and then? Uh, Illinois, but then yeah, yeah. at Ohio State at Maryland versus Michigan. I mean, it's – I don't think they're going to be able to come out. I mean, they'll be lucky if they come out with only one loss. I mean, they, they'll probably lose two or three of the next – five six games yeah no i agree i just need them to win this week because i need iowa to beat them when they're number five or number four or whomever you know they are so definitely uh, a big week coming up but we don't want to forecast too far because we have an exciting slate of games this week this is larry and i's biggest card i have 11 maybe 12 games larry you have 10 games including totals correct yeah 10 with i think three over unders okay Larry, Larry's throwing it out there. I'm not going to lie, Larry. I don't have the balls to pick over-unders because I swear to you, if, if, if I picked over-unders for the year, actually, you know what? I should probably do that. Just give the picks to my brother. And if he fades me, he's going to go probably – he's going to rock 70%. I just can't do it. I, I can't do it. I overthink it. I screw it up. It's terrible. Um. All right, Larry, you want to talk? Let's go. Uh, Week five, baby. Um, so, I mean, I, I do you mind if I take the honor since, you know, of the week I had last week, or what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, no, I mean, do you have some hot picks you want to throw out there, get us started? Or oh, no, no. Not? We got two games to preview that we thought we wanted to focus on. We You're have two right, games right. All right. Hold, hold your horses. You can give your card person a little bit. But let's let's get to the we got we have three pretty big games this week. We picked actually four pretty good games this week. Yeah. Uh, all facing undefeated teams. Um, but we we picked two to focus on. Which do you have a preference on which we start with? I want to talk Georgia, Arkansas first. Beautiful. So um, I'll let you kick it off, but just real quick at the time of this recording. The over or the spread was plus 18 and a half. Uh, this game is at Georgia, 11 a.m. kickoff, um, 18 and a half uh, favoring Georgia, and then the over under 48 and a half. Larry, what do you got? Uh, so it's it's number eight, Arkansas, at number two, Georgia. Yes. Uh, Georgia is 4 and 0, oh, uh, 2 and 0 oh in their conference. Yep. It'd be Clemson week one, UAB week two, South Carolina week three, and Vandy week four. Yep. You want to you wanna guess how many points per game that Georgia allows? I'd love to hear it. Five. They allow five points per game. 5.8 to be exact. But Georgia's defense allows five points per game. That will give you my pick here coming a little shortly. A little teaser. But – I, I mean, they have impressive win. I mean, Clemson's their really all impressive win, but they've took care of business pretty handily. I mean, South Carolina and Vandy are their confident wins. Those teams aren't good, um, but they still took care of business. I yep. mean, 
in conference, like some games can get a little sticky, even if a team's not that good. Um, so Arkansas is also four and zero. They're one zero in the conference. Yep. Uh, they beat Rice week one, Texas week two, Georgia Southern week three, and then Texas A and M last week. Yep. Arkansas only lost fourteen points per per game. Um, Arkansas averages thirty five points per game. Georgia averages forty two points per game. Everything else aligns pretty pretty uh, closely. Um, the only thing is the rushing yards. Um, Arkansas is a much better rushing team. And it's probably because of their quarterback. It's it, probably because of his quarterback. It helps. It helps. But anyways. Um, all right. So real quick analysis. Fun stat about Georgia and against Vanderbilt. Georgia had more points than Vanderbilt had yards last week. And I think it was 63 to 62. It was real close. Don't get me wrong, but that's, that's crazy. And then a little, a little trivia for you. Do you know why Arkansas plays a, a game in uh, Dallas stadium each, each year? I do not. Jerry Jones, famous alumni used to play football there. God, I mean, is there another reason more that I love the Cowboys? I mean, first you get, I, my- I, Go ahead. I can guarantee, John Daly's sitting in his box for that game, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Georgia, we know they're great. Uh, if you listen to episode one, I picked them to win the national championship. On the flip side, my dark horse Heisman pick and my dark horse SEC pick, which, again, check the fucking tapes. I pick KJ Jefferson and I pick Arkansas. Think of those numbers. You look at both teams, right? This is Arkansas's first true road game. Last week was a neutral field. They played the, last, the first two games at home. This is their first true road game, so their first true test. K.J. Jefferson and their star wide receiver, who were both hurt against Texas A&M, are active and are playing. George is pretty healthy across the board. I don't think there's any significant injuries right there. Like you said, both great rushing teams, both great defenses, both put up points. Uh, but I'm going to let you make the pick, though, Larry. I'll, I'll, I'll do second. I want to give you the honor, so. Uh, so I'm taking Arkansas plus 18 and a half, mm-hmm. and I'm also taking the under 48 and a half. I am taking the bowl separately. I think this is going to be a gritty old-school SEC game. Um, it's going to be a lot of feel it out. Um, I, 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 I just – think it's gonna be a gritty grind out game um georgia's defense is so good so I, I i don't think arkansas is gonna be able to score that much they only scored 20 last week against a&m and that georgia's defense is better um and that was actually at that was a neutral site yeah it was at dallas stadium um so i i, I like arkansas that's catching a lot of points Crazy. um yeah. And I, I mean, I'll take the under. I, I could see like a, I don't know, twenty to ten game like we saw last week. Or there's still a lot of leeway there, uh, even if it's like twenty-seven to thirteen or something along those lines. Give me a give me a percentage on the chance you think Arkansas can win this game straight up. Um, I mean, anything's possible. That's true. Uh, 
15%. Okay. All right. 15% That's not bad. I think that's respectable. I'm going to say the same thing. Basically you did 18 and a half points against this team that can put up points and has a solid defense and can run the ball to control the clock is wild. If you don't take Arkansas plus 18 and a half, you're a crazy person on the flip side. Keep in mind about five minutes ago, I just said I'm worse at over unders. I also love this over at 48 and a half. I think this is the first time both teams are facing legitimate offenses against their opponents. So Texas now has a new quarterback, Arkansas beat Texas two weeks ago. They've since switched, figured shit out. They put up 70, 75 against Texas Tech this last week. Georgia, they put up huge numbers. We know Clemson doesn't have a good offense. We know Vanderbilt doesn't. Who else did you They played two other garbage teams that don't have good offenses. This is the first time both are going to be tested against solid offenses. Oh, and Texas or Arkansas beat a Texas A&M team that they were playing their backup quarterback. Not taking anything away from it, but still, it's the backup quarterback. Last thing I'm going to say is the reason they didn't score that many points against Texas A&M, they didn't have their fucking best player for almost half the game. KJ, have, KJ Jefferson stays healthy. Their key role players stay healthy. I, I'm not going to call it my lock because I don't want to keep picking them. I love them. I love this pick. Plus 18 and a half. I'm going to lean the over. I'm not going to put it on my card. I'm going to lean the over. We can check the tapes later if we want to. But, again, Larry and I are on the same page. When that happens, Larry, I'll have to go back and check the records. But when we have the same game, we're pretty fucking good uh, to throw it out there. So, uh, you heard it here first, both uh, us 18 and a half. I am not playing the total. If I had to, I'd say over 40 and a half. Larry, are you calling the under your official pick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going on the board. All right. So there you have it, folks. That's preview number one. Game day will be there as well in Athens, Georgia. So be prepared. Be ready to go. Uh, if you can't tell already, we're doing our two top ten games this week. Next game we have on the board is Cincinnati at Notre Dame. This is a 1.30 p.m. kickoff, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, this game opened. This is what's funny. And these are games I just fucking love to see. This game opened – with Cincinnati as a three-point favorite, it is now, at the time of this recording, a minus-two favorite. They were a three-point dog and moved to a minus-two favorite. Over-under set at 50-and-a-half. Uh, that stayed level throughout. Uh, I mean, does Notre Dame bounce back, Larry? Uh, not bounce back. I mean, they fucking won, and they're undefeated, but let's hear, let's hear the analysis. Yeah, so it's number seven, Cincinnati, and this is at number nine, Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to be happy to be going home. Brian Kelly just became the winningest coach in Notre Dame history last week. Crazy to think about. It is crazy to think about because he hasn't done anything there. He he also says in his preference, I'll be known for the most winningest, most winning coach that hasn't won a national championship is what he said in his press conference. Um, with, uh, but the thing you was talking about Scott Barnes, the thing I like about him is he takes full responsibility for his players. He takes full responsibility for that team. He's a great leader. I'm, I mean, I, their own line is terrible. Um, I, there's a big question mark at quarterback Jack Cohn played, but he wasn't very good. They actually had their third string quarterback. I don't even remember his name. Uh, who actually played the most of the second half or at least the fourth quarter for them. 
actually pulled the game out and made a couple big plays. Yep. Um, but it, it was because they had short field. But Notre Dame is 4-0. Um, I don't know if they completely deserve to be number nine in the country. I haven't seen it. Uh, their defense is good. Their O-line is very suspect. And they barely ever run the ball because I think their O-line is that bad. Right. Um, which I, 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 Cincinnati is just so much better than Wisconsin um, mm-hmm. that it's going to be a tough game. But Notre Dame's – so they played FSU – Beat FSU in OT. I think we found out FSU is really bad. Um, <laughs> well, let me just stop you, brother. I mean, they've lost to Wake Forest. They've lost to Notre Dame. And they lost to, who was it? Uh, was it Vata- West Virginia, I think? Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Any- uh, anyways, keep going, though. Keep going. Sorry. I, I cut you off. Uh, so, week two, they barely beat Toledo. But I oh, think Toledo's, Toledo's decent, Sneaky actually. good, yeah. Um, but they, they barely beat Toledo. Toledo probably should have beat them. Uh, then they beat Purdue and Wisconsin. Um, so, I mean, they don't really have any notable victories, um, but either does Cincinnati. Um, the thing about Cincinnati is they're also coming off a bye week. Cincinnati is only 3-0, so they took last week off. Um, they had somewhat – they had a competitive game against Indiana, and it looked like Indiana was actually – Indiana dominated them through most of the game, but uh, they showed up. uh, Their quarterback showed up in the second half, um, Mm -hmm. and they ended up winning 38-24. I I like Cincinnati in this game. Um, I just think they're better. Uh, I I think they had a week off. I actually think Notre Dame got a little beat up in that Wisconsin game. Um, So... um, We'll, we'll see. I, I'll give you my uh, our, my pick here in a second, but what, what do you got on this matchup? Yeah, so, you know, the coach of Notre Dame, he definitely is a, you know, team guy, even though he wants to execute them all. He's definitely no Ty Willingham. Shout out Ty Willingham. Uh, but – Lou Holtz? What's that? No, he's no Lou Holtz either. He's no Lou Holtz. He's no Newt Rockney. You could keep going back as far as you want. Or Charlie Weiss. If you want, you want to I, keep going, we'll keep going. I mean, he's better than Charlie Wise. Uh, Charlie Wise has a parrot in his house. <laughs> People forget that. Anyways, that being said, uh, on the flip side of that, I say this every week. I put my fucking heart, my brain, my Saturdays, my Thursdays, Fridays, when Mac action comes, I focus, I focus on the Power Five. I don't have a good read on Cincinnati. Um, I've seen their games. I watched the Indiana game, and you I couldn't agree more with your analysis there. They should have lost that game. Indiana gave them that game. But we just talked about how Indiana's kind of getting on the right track. You know, they're kind of in the right direction. So they are a very good opponent. To your point as well, Notre Dame, who have they played? We don't quite know. We don't know what's happening. Um, I watched the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game, and Jesus, what a shit show for the first three quarters. And then, obviously, they took over. Uh, their safety number nine. I can't think of his name. Do you know off the top of your head? He's going to be a first round draft pick. Just incredible. Hopefully he goes to the Cowboys. Uh, just an incredible player all around. Can really, he's just a ball hawk. Sideline to sideline. Minds me of like a shittier Ed Reed, but still a good player. Um, that being said, I think it's going to be a close game. I love the line where it's at right now, but Larry, what do we got? 
Uh, so I'm going with Cincinnati minus two and a half. Um, okay. I think Cincinnati's better. Um, I'm very concerned about Notre Dame's O-line. Um, they were able to kind of just throw the ball up and make plays against Wisconsin secondary. Um, they don't run the ball. I think they need to establish the run. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. Cincinnati's offense is very competent. I think Cincinnati's offense will have no issues putting up points. Um, so it's going to come down to if if Notre Dame's offense can score, and I think we'll be able to keep up. So I'm, I'm also taking over 51. Um, <laughs> so I'm taking Cincinnati minus two and a half, or minus two it sounds like now. Which We'll, we'll figure this out when we, when we get it out there, yep. Rather catch that half point if I have to, but I mean, um, and I'm taking the over 51 here. Uh, Cincinnati averages 43 points per game. Notre Dame averages 35 points per game. Cincinnati lets up 15. Notre Dame lets up 23 points per game. Uh, do, 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 over 51. Uh, fuck Jeff Nadu to start off with. And Larry, can you pull up Cincinnati's remaining schedule while I say this out? So I'm going to say this. You're going to see a tub club first. And it only took five weeks to get there. But, wow, what a five weeks it's been. I'm also taking Cincinnati minus two and a half. It's one of my games on my card. It's our showcase game. <laughs> if I had to pick an over-under, I would take the under. <laughs> 50 and a half. But, again, I don't play totals until I feel like I get a good handle on them. So I'm not – the total's not on my card. Um, to your point, again – Notre Dame could throw the ball against Wisconsin because you know how they lost to Penn, Wisconsin lost to Penn State. Fucking Clifford towards the end of the game would just whip balls up because he knew Wisconsin secondary wasn't there. Notre Dame probably had that same game plan in their head. If it came down to it, that's what they're going to do. Cincinnati is not going to let that happen. I mean, I, I don't see, I don't, I'm not as confident as Arkansas plus 18 and a half, but I still, I feel very good about Cincinnati minus two and a half. No play in the other. If I had to, I'd lean under. Don't play it if you're not confident. Take Laws pick who is using it. But yeah, Cincinnati minus two and a half. First time in five weeks we're matching up. Wow. I love that. Now, uh, but we're on. We're, we're no, on. I'm not playing. I'm not playing though. So we are, we are on the same page. Now, La, I want you to tell me the remaining schedule. Then I have a question for you. It's not good. So. Okay. Temple, UCF, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, USF, SMU, ECU. I mean, that's not a terrible schedule. There's UCF. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. It's no, 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 no. UCF. If you're going to get in a college playoff, you need a better schedule than that. So that's my question. They beat Notre Dame and they win out. Do you put them in the college football playoff? No, there's only. I don't, see how, I don't see how you keep them out. I mean, I don't want them to be in. Don't get me wrong. I don't see how you can keep them out, though. I mean, is that they're what they are? They're the Notre Dame of the past fucking four years, a team that never should have fucking belonged in the playoffs, but you had to put them in there. That's what's going to happen with Cincinnati. They're going to win this game. They're going to fucking win out, even though UCF and Tulane are tough opponents, no matter what you say. That being said, if they win out, you got to put them in. I don't want them to. It's a fucking Notre Dame curse. But you know what? You got to put them in. I don't. I don't see a way that you keep them out. We're on opposite sides there. I just 
even if they went out, I, I would rather take a one loss team that had a better strength of schedule. I would rather that too, but we're talking about, do you think the committee is going to put yeah. Okay. Yeah that's, no, what I'm trying to say. yeah. that's what I'm trying to say is that I don't want them in either. And I would pick another one loss team over, but the committee, that was my question. I, I should have phrased it better. Is the well, committee if they went out? They did it UCF. They did it to UCF. They did it to Cincinnati before. Yeah, but this is different. Cincinnati started the year ranked twelfth, I think. Don't quote me on that. But UCF in years past started off, I think, unranked or like 25, 24. Boise State definitely was unranked before the season started. Before they get, they put Cincinnati. The committee put Cincinnati in a position that if they were to win out, they're going to say, you know what? Fuck it. You can get in. I don't like it. I don't want it. But I know that's what's going to happen if they win out. I, I just I, – you can't see it. They're, this is their only ranked opponent. Notre Dame is their only ranked opponent. And I don't even think Notre Dame should be ranked this high. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's going to depend if – like Alabama and Georgia to see what those teams do. But like, I mean, power five conferences have to run the gauntlet. Cincinnati's not running any gauntlet with this schedule. Either has Notre Dame though in years fucking past. Yeah. They play their, their USC, their Michigan state uh, games and get those fucking out of the way, but that's it. Then who do they play? Fucking Navy or they hop in the ACC and they fucking play garbage teams. No, but Just we have the same fucking thing. We haven't had the football. We haven't had the playoff for that long. And when they do, when Notre Dame plays big games, when they get in the playoff, they like beating Clemson. That's that's bigger than without uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but they and also they had to play, do it at home. But they also played other CC, ACC teams. They Notre Dame plays Power Five teams. Okay, but the, the, they play a in the ACC, and then they are also they play like fucking Navy. They play fucking USC, who's been down forever. They play fucking Michigan State, who we know has been down for, for the past, not forever, past three, four years. So, that, bullshit. Those are still better. Those are better games than I'm looking at on this Cincinnati schedule. Tulane would beat USC right now. We're not bad. I mean, that's fine. But it's I true. Mean, it's Wake, true. Forest, Wake, Wake Forest would beat the shit out of both of them. So, Absolutely. Michigan State. And that's why I put them as my number three team or number four team in my Power Five rankings. We'll see. We'll see. We're just talking nonsense right now. It's Cincinnati could lose to Notre Dame, and this doesn't even matter. That's not happening because Bubs and Law are on minus two and a half. Let's go. Minus two. <laughs> minus two. Minus two. Minus two. <laughs> All right. I am going to take honors for the card because because of the record. We'll, we'll do that each week is that whoever has the better record runs the card. Uh, so I'm going to start uh, first game. We're going to start off. I got all Saturday and I have, I have one Thursday, one Friday, two Friday games and the rest Saturday. So let's start with Thursday. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, Virginia at Miami. Love Miami minus three and a half. Let me tell you why. I don't know if Derek King just doesn't fit in Manny Diaz's system. But they had a new quarterback start last week, and albeit they played a shitty team, won 63-0. Loved it. Offense was clicking. Defense was clicking. Love it. Virginia's terrible. Or not terrible. They're not good. They play, obviously, in the ACC. And this is going to be Miami's first conference game. If they want to win the ACC South or whatever the fuck they call it, they need to win this game. 
They know this. This is how they make it to the ACC championship. They win out the ACC. The only team in the ACC coastal on the bottom, I was just looking at this shit, that they would have to worry about is um, one second, and I'll tell you. Um, it is the, the, the bottom half of the ACC is god-awful uh, garbage. So the ACC Coastal has Virginia Tech, not good. Uh, Georgia Tech, not good. Pittsburgh, Duke, UNC, who already now has two losses, and Virginia, who's already 0-2. Miami's 0-0. They win out their toughest game. They can lose to UNC now. They're going to beat Duke, beat Pittsburgh, beat Georgia Tech. That It might be tough with Virginia Tech. I, I thought Miami winning the ACC was dead. No, 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 not so fast, my friend. Watch out for that. But if you look at the ACC North, and then we'll move on here. I'm kind of digressing. Wake Forest, Clemson, uh, NC State. And then you go through like Louisville, Boston College, Syracuse, which Syracuse, I really like. They have a new quarterback now. No one talks about. He's been fucking killing it. So keep that in mind. All right, moving along. I know by doing this, I've been a lifelong Hawkeye fan. Lifelong Hawkeye fan. I know how the team operates. Ever since I've been born, I mean, I, I grew up with a little bit of Hayden Fry era. They always had that one game a year where they just, and I thought it was against Central Michigan. We almost lost to Central. We were losing that halftime. I like Iowa minus four at Maryland. What scares me is we have a huge game next week against a shitty Penn State team, but they have a number next to their name, so you got to worry about them. And it's a Friday night night game at Maryland. You know they're going to be hyped. I'm a little terrified. Moving along, I am going to take this one off my card and replace it with something else. But at the time, I did have Utah State plus seven and a half uh, at home against BYU. BYU's, BYU's quarterback is now back. So as of the when I picked the spreads to when we're recording, he's back. So that is no longer on my card. Uh, Florida at Kentucky, love Florida minus seven and a half. We already talked about it. Arkansas plus 18 and a half at Georgia. I'm going to keep riding Wake Forest until they lose. Uh, Louisville at Wake Forest minus seven and a half. Take that all day. We already talked Cincy minus two at Notre Dame. Uh, next, I'm taking a little page out of your book here, Law. Uh, Nevada plus five and a half at Boise State. Love that game. Absolutely love that game. Um, I I hope to God this isn't the week that Florida State turns it on, but I do have Syracuse plus four. They're grown on me a little bit as of late uh, at Florida State. That kind of worries me. You're going from the Northeast all the way down to Tallahassee. Here's what I really love, though. Oklahoma minus 10 and a half at Kansas State. I might put it as my lock. I might, I'm thinking about it. This is the week that Oklahoma balls out. I fucking hate Spencer Rattler. I thought I hated him, right? I saw this clip. Again, if I can get my editing down, here's the clip. When they did, like when he was a senior in high school, he was the cockiest motherfucker and would just talk down to his teammates, his coach, because he knew he just won like this QB high school competition. He was going to Oklahoma. The second he got that, he came this pompous asshole. So fuck him. I love the fact that Norman, Oklahoma, was cheering for the backup. I'm not sure if you saw that. 
but against West Virginia, they were barely beating them. I think his name is, um, fuck, I don't, let's just say his name was John. The entire like student section was like, we want John. We, in Norman, they were saying that shit when Spencer Rattler was coming off field. Love that shit. Uh, and then lastly, my last pick is Fresno, minus 10 and a half. I've been riding them all year as well at Hawaii. That's the one thing that scares me. You know, you got that late action game. Going to Hawaii is always tough. But again, I love the game, love Fresno, love their quarterback, love what he's been doing. That's my card. Uh, I'll tell you which one is my lock here, but Larry, floor is yours. I'm going to be a lot quicker than him because that was a hell of a mouthful. Um, Got to get it all out there. Please. <laughs> I got to so, tell listeners why I'm picking who I'm picking. I got to so, be. That's enough. That's enough over there. Spoken <laughs> enough. So let's start. Go ahead, sir. We're going to start with Coastal minus 34 and a half. Uh, they're at home versus University of Louisiana Monroe. Um, they played UMass. I didn't trust the line last week. They played UMass at home. They beat UMass 53-3, to and UMass might be – they're up in the running for the worst FBS team um, in the nation. Um, they couldn't snap the ball. They couldn't do anything. But Coastal still took care of business on offense, on defense. Um, I expect them to win big here on out. Um, there's probably one game left, and that's at App State that I'm looking forward to. But Coastal minus 34 and a half. 34 and a half. I'm also playing over 57 in that game. Um, I do expect University of Louisiana Monroe to at least put up a couple of points. Um, but Coastal put up 56 points, no problem. I just need three, maybe 10 from uh, ULM. Um, that's play one. Quick question. Does Coastal play ULL this year? They do not. They do not play each other. Okay, um, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. But Coastal would beat the beat the bag out of them if they played yeah, each other. Sure, sure. Uh, they might see each other. They would see each other in the Sun Belt Championship if it were oh, to, okay. Got it. if it were to go out um, that way. They both have to win their uh, prospective divisions, though. Um, so pick number two. I'm on a fade Wisconsin train. Um, so I'm taking Michigan. Michigan money line at Wisconsin. This line has moved a ton. I'm not exactly sure how much or which way it's moved. Um, I think people are actually fading Michigan. So it, it opened at plus nine and a half. And it's now down to plus one and a half. So they're, they're going hard on Michigan. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan money line. Um, wait, plus one Michigan. Uh, plus one and a half is what I have it right now. You might have okay. got plus. We'll, 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 yeah, that's details. Here. That's fine. Michigan money line. Michigan money line at Wisconsin. We've already seen Penn State go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's just not good. I don't think it matters where they play. Yeah. I just they're just not good. And I think Michigan's actually pretty good. I think John. This is like a FU John Harbaugh tour. Um, I think he's out to prove a point. He's gonna beat up bad teams. Wisconsin's a bad team. Um, they're going to beat them. Um, 
I don't know if I need to, I don't no more to explain there. Michigan money line, Auburn plus three and a half at LSU. Um, I still am riding with Auburn. I still think Auburn's good. Um, that Penn State game was, there was a lot of BS targeting and bullshit going on. Auburn was still in that game. Um, all, Penn State's a hell of a lot better than LSU. Auburn's catching three and a half. Give it to me. Um, I'm going against you here. I'm going Kentucky plus eight and a half. I think watching Florida play Alabama, I was like, where did this Florida team come from? But that's because they were at home. They're now going on to the on the road to Kentucky. And Kentucky getting eight and a half. I don't if it's Emory Jones still playing quarterback, like give me Kentucky defense. Give there, me there's recency bias with the public on Kentucky because they've been good the past two years. They're not good this year. They just beat a fucking Louisville team who's garbage. They fucking uh Florida just beat an actual good Tennessee team uh, last week. Tennessee kept it close, and then they blew them out at the end of the game. Florida has two quarterbacks that they can use, Emory Jones and AK-47, so we got to agree to disagree. Give me the eight and a half. Kentucky's home. Give it to me. SEC, those games are going to be close. I, Florida's not blowing anybody out. They stink. Um, <laughs> and then I, I'm taking Old Miss. I'm taking Old Miss plus 14 and a half. Wow. They're going at Alabama. I wanted to stay away from this game, but then I started looking at it. And I mean, Old Miss offense moves so quick. Old Miss offense averages 635 yards per game. They, they score 52 points per game. Uh, Alabama still scores 46. Obviously, this is the best defense that Old Miss is going to see. But it, I still laid Kevin revenge game. Matt Corral has to throw five or six touchdowns if he wants to win the Heisman. Um, this is a big spot for Old Miss, and I just like them to compete. Um, and retired, to bye week. You, you were talking about with Florida a couple weeks ago. Uh, even like a backdoor late touchdown by Corral, like I, it's just 14 and a half. Like that half point, I think, might be huge. Um, but I mean, this Old Miss offense is nothing Alabama's seen out of an offense. They're going to spread you out. They are going to not, they're going to hustle the line. They're going to spread you all the way out, go five wide over and over again. Even if they go three and out and take only like 30 seconds off the field, they'll do it again the next time they get the ball. They're just going to continue to do it. Um, so I, that's just too many points. Um, and then my other, it's Cincinnati minus two and a half, over 51 in that game, and Arkansas plus 18 and a half, under 48 and a half. Those are my 10. Um, I'll give my lock first because you 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 won last week. And my I'm I think I'm one for three on the lock situation. Yep. My lock is Auburn plus three and a half at LSU. You're a psychopath. <laughs> You're a psychopath. Give me Bo Nix. Give me Tank Bigsby. I'm I'd probably sprinkle a little on the Auburn money line. <laughs> Heard it first. LSU still stinks. Um, so lock that one in. Okay. So that being said, I'm going to, what do you call that? I'm going to call an audible here. My lock of the week, absolute lock of the week, night game in Death Valley, 
I'm going LSU minus three and a half. I watched their last week's game. Auburn just about lost to Georgia State into the fourth quarter. Bo Nix, as I said all year, is garbage. This game is going nowhere. LSU's coming back. Miles Brennan's not here yet. He's actually going to come back in like two, three weeks from what I saw. But that being said, love LSU. I'm going with it. I kind of saved that in my back pocket. And yeah. That was even on your card. What's that? That wasn't even on your card. I know. I was reviewing the games. I picked my card for the viewers out there Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, so again, I get another chance to kind of go through the card again as I'm sitting here. Love LSU. We're taking them three and one at home. Death Valley, eight o'clock game. Auburn's going to get fucking smoked. So, yeah, Auburn minus three and a half. So, folks, another episode of Tub Club in the books. We may or may not have an interview coming up next. More to come there. Um, again, we're both on the up and up. Both had great weeks last week. We have a Big surprise coming next week on top of boots on the ground in Iowa, Penn State in Iowa City. I'm excited, Larry. This is probably my favorite week we've had so far uh, out of the college football season. What do you think? Outside of week one, maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were four games that we were looking at previewing. We didn't even talk about one of them. Uh, Baylor versus Oklahoma State. I mean, that's another ranked versus ranked. Um, we I, I mean, the Big 12 kind of stinks, so who gives? Who really cares about that game? But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we're going head up on uh, two – we're going head up on our mortal locks, so there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser this week. Um, so someone might have to shave their beard. <laughs> Even the, right, we'll for the we'll viewers see. out there, Larry has lost a beard bet twice now, and – if you're going to be watching this on YouTube or wherever we post it, he definitely still has his beard. So I'm going to put something on the table. Larry, during COVID, I've gained a couple LBs. I'm actually pushing two hundo. It's, it's getting kind of up there. So my bet for you, I'll give you one or two bets. You tell me if you're interested in either. The loser, either A, has to run a 5K run walk. doesn't matter. You can walk the whole damn thing in a poop con costume. Or B, the loser has to change their Twitter Twitter handle to the other person's choice for a month or for a week, for a week. No profanity, no fucking bullshit, just like something funny. Do you think that second one actually sounds pretty good? I do like the second I like the second one better than I'm not a me running 5K. <laughs> no. It's a uh, fun walk. I would probably walk the whole fucking thing too, especially if I was in a poop costume. Anyway, all right. Do we have a deal then? Minus three and a half. And you have to tweet too. You can't just fucking change your Twitter name and then not tweet the whole fucking week either. Yeah, that's fine. All right. You heard it here first, folks. So again, if we have an interview, you'll hear it right now. 